Mark Abril from London, not London, Ontario either. No, not London, Ontario. What's that? Yes. So Mark reached out to me uh, a couple months ago now, right? Yes. I'll let you put this on if you want for the recording. Uh, a couple months ago, Mark reached out and said, hey, my family just moved to Grand Rapids, so I'm going to come spend the whole like holidays there. And uh, then he landed. He showed up at our house that Wednesday night. And then like two days later, texted me and said, we caught COVID. So we're going to be in lockdown for like Horrible. a week, a week and a half. And so uh, we, it's like we're just like getting to hang out now, finally, and they're about ready to leave. But um, so he leads the campus ministry in London. And, uh, and so I'm so super glad that he can, can be here with us. And so uh, take it away, Mark. Go for sure. it, Mark. Awesome. Well, good morning, everyone. Um, good morning, Facebook group. I don't know if this is your first time watching or being here. This is my first time being here. So we're glad to be here. Like Ben said, um, we, this is our first time in Michigan. Um, I've never been here. Um, I think I've passed by it traveling from Boston to Denver at one point doing a road trip and we got hit by a snowstorm. So I didn't have any fond memories of being in Michigan. But now I, I do. Um, my family, both my parents and then my sister and her family just moved here in September. Um, never heard of Grand Rapids until now. Um, now we're, we're here, but it's been, it's been great. Um, for those of you who don't know, my name is Mark. Um, let me show you some slides. Okay. Oh. Um, that's my wife, Rachel. She's over there. We got married four years ago. Um, we currently live in London. This is the city we're living. Just, just kidding. That's Hogwarts. It's a fictional place. <laughs> but we do live in London. This is, yeah, this is what many people called London Bridge. It's actually not called London Bridge. It's a Tower Bridge. There you go. Jen knows what it is. Tower Bridge. Um, this is the student ministry that we lead. There's about 40-something of them. They are amazing and inspiring and faithful and zealous for the Lord. Um, we were doing a little student retreat um, somewhere outside London out there. Um, but it's crazy that it's already 2000 and. 22. It's mad. Like, it's 2022. I thought it's only 2019. But where has the past two years gone? Um, but <laughs> on the toilet, you probably, it probably deserved to be there. But I don't know what your past two years had been. And I know there's been a lot of crazy things that happened. I wish I knew what was going to happen. I would have invested in Zoom, on Zoom, like I would have been multimillionaire by now, but, you know, missed that part. But, you know, we had COVID, and we still do. Lockdown, the election, all the racial tension that was going on in our world, not just here in the United States. We also had it in the United Kingdom. It was crazy. Everything that has gone, I don't know how it's affected you. But the more I reflect on it, I, I was thinking, you know what, like, a crisis like this is supposed to bring us together. But in many ways, 
I think it's pulled us apart. You know, it's pulled society apart. It's, it has created more division than unity. But now we get to press the restart button and ask ourselves, who are we going to be for 2022? And as New Year with this territory, many of us think of ways to reinvent ourselves and, you know, go after different goals, go after different New Year's resolution. What's going to be yours? Let me actually ask the crowd here. Facebook group, you don't have to answer. I mean, I, you can drop it on the chat if you want. Um, what's, what's your goal for 2022? Better diet. Better diet. Yeah. What else? Good performance in academics. Yeah. I mean, some of the some of the things that I think in the past I've put in my you know goals for the new year. Um, I put you know lose weight eat healthier, exercise more, make better financial decisions, right? Like spend less, you know, in, in, like save more, um, invest maybe for you, like go after that promotion, um, spend more quality time with your family, um, read more. I, I don't know what your goal is for 2022, but I think having a goal is great, you know, inherently it's good to go after something that is worthwhile, something that will make you a better person, something that will make you, you know, a better contributor to our society. But I have an encouragement for you guys today on what to go after. That is to be the disciple whom Jesus loved. And I'll explain what that means. So the title of my message today, New Year, New Me, like if you're going to create your new self for this, two, for this year, 2022, be the disciple whom Jesus loved. Let's turn to John chapter 19. Or you can look at my slide once I get there. There you go. John chapter 19. It says, in verse 25, near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister Mary, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, woman, here is your son, and to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. I became a Christian back in 2008 um, when I was in my second year at college in Miami. Um, and I started reading the Bible, and I discovered this character in the book of John. And it was unnamed character, but there was a title given to him. It says, The Disciple Whom Jesus Loved. And I was so confused. I was like, who is this person? Why do they just not name him? Rather, like, he, named, he called himself the disciple whom Jesus loved. And in my head, like, what an arrogant title. Like, you're not the favorite. Like, I felt so indignant. You're not, you're not the only one Jesus loved. Like, Jesus loved everyone. 
like, why would you call yourself, like, separate yourself from, you know, from everyone else and not naming yourself? And then I did a little Bible study. I dug deep and I discovered it was the author of the book of John. Like, and I, I got angry even more. I was like, what in the world? Like, you're so full of yourself. Like, like you wrote a whole book and you, you know, drop yourself in this, in this story and call yourself the disciple whom Jesus loved. And the more I looked into it, I discovered, you know what? It's not out of arrogance or self-entitlement or, you know, this fantasy that he created of his self-worth, but rather it's from being broken and humility and knowing the great love that Jesus has for him that he called himself the disciple whom Jesus loved. And that's what I want to encourage you guys to be in 2022. My first point is know this great love. Let's turn to John chapter 15. Know this great love. In John chapter 15 in verse 9, it says, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. If you skim through the Bible, if you read the whole New Testament, you'll see that John... John is an amazing person. You know, he, he was called, he has a brother, they're called the Sons of Thunder. Within his book, the book of John, he could have called himself the Son of Thunder, the Son of Zebedee. You know, like, he could have called himself the Fisherman or the Elder or whatever title he could have given himself. But in John 19, what we just read, It was him standing at the foot of the cross, staring at Jesus. He understood this passage. No greater love that he, that was the epitome of the greatest love ever, to lay down one's life for one's friend. And when he saw his Savior, when he saw Jesus, when he saw his friend, Hanging on the cross, he realized, I can't, I can't be John. I can't be the son of thunder. I can't be the fisherman. I can't be, the, I can't be all these identities that I cling to. And I know for us, you know, I, I was just introducing myself earlier. You know, my name is Mark, like, I grew up in the Philippines, and when I was 14, my family and I moved to Miami, and half, you know, like four years, we lived there, 
and then I moved around, and I got this job, and now I live in London. And all those things, you know, maybe it's your job that, that you cling to for your identity. Maybe it's your family that you cling to for your identity. Maybe it's where you're from. Maybe it, you know, whatever it is, it's your hobby. You know what, I love playing sports, or I love basketball, or whatever it is. We have different things that we cling to for our own identity. And John lost all of those things when he realized who he was at the foot of the cross. I am the disciple whom Jesus loved. Because he saw Jesus dying for him, and he saw this is the greatest love ever, to lay down one's life for one's friend. And from then on, his identity starting to revolve around being loved by Jesus. Who are you going to be for 2022? I pray and I hope that you will be the disciple whom Jesus loved. But we have to know daily the, the greatness of this love. We have to remind ourselves daily the immense power of Jesus' love for us so that we can get rid of the different identities that we cling to. Be the disciple whom Jesus loved. But what does that look like? Um, this, this passage shows, it, it's saying that because we are loved, you know, we ought to love other people. And we have to remain in his love. And the way to do that is to keep his commands. If we keep his commands, we will remain in his love. Do you know Jesus' love? Do you know his commands? It says, just as I have kept my Father's command and remain in his love. That's that's the goal here, to remain in his love. But first, we got to understand the depth of his love in order for us to remain in that love. And I love this passage right here. It says, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Imagine having Jesus' joy. What would that look like? And I know it, you know, this might be dark, but like within the past two years, because of lockdown, because of COVID, because of everything, depression has skyrocketed. Suicide rates have skyrocketed. So, like different tension at home has skyrocketed. And it, it's mad. It's crazy. And we have the solution only if we cling to it. It says, if you remain in my love, your joy, the same joy that Jesus has, will be in you. And that your joy will be complete. How do we combat all the the different mental disorders that people are feeling? All the tension that we're feeling, that is to have our joy be completed by Jesus' love. And we got to go after this. We got to know the, the, the fullness of this love. We got to know, we got to remind ourselves every day of this great love. Know this great love. That's who we need to be 
for 2022. Know this great love. Next point. Walk in the way of love. Walk in the way of love. Ephesians chapter 5 says, Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love. Just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. It says here that the, the proper response of understanding this great love that Jesus has given to us is to walk in love, in the way of love. And, you know, I, I know like many people are thinking, you know what, I'm going to walk more. You know, I got to get that 10,000 steps. 10,000 steps, keep myself healthy during lockdown. And in, in the UK, I think we're going back to semi-lockdown and they're advising people who can work from home to stay at home and work from home. And many, many church, like we've been meeting in person. Um, we have, I think, around 150 member church. We've been meeting in person. But now with, you know, this semi-lockdown that we're going into, like probably will be like this, <laughs> where most people will be tuning in online once again. But, you know, because of that, like, people are like, oh, you know what, I'm just going to stay home. And maybe I'll go for a walk, you know, here and there to keep my mind refreshed. But, you know, as much as that is great, as much as that is healthy for you, the healthiest you can do is to walk in the way of love. If we truly understand the greatness of Jesus' love for us, if we truly grasp the immense power the transforming power of his sacrifice, we are left with no option but to walk in the way of love. And Paul gave practicals on how we do this. He says, But among you, there must not even, there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or any kind of impurity or of greed because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should, be, nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. For of this you can be sure, no immoral, impure, greed, or greedy person, such a person is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you, with empty words, for because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. He, oh, sorry, I didn't put it in the slide. The rest of it, oh, is it in the next one? There you go, it's in the next one. Here, Paul gave practicals on how we should walk in the way of love. We gotta go after purity. We gotta go after holiness. We gotta go after godliness. We got to go after all these things. You know, these things, they, they don't happen by accident. You know, you don't become holy accidentally. You don't become pure accidentally. 
you don't become a child of God accidentally. That's not how it works. There needs to be some proactiveness and intentionality if we're going to walk in the way of love. You you can't just say, oh, you know what, I stumble, you know, my way into heaven. Like, I stumble my way into God's kingdom. There is no such thing. You know, Jesus didn't just stumble on the cross. There was intentionality and planning and a lot of self-sacrifice for him to bridge the gap so that we can have a relationship with God, so we can have a chance to walk in the way of love, so we understand what true love is. And as a response, if we truly understand that great love, we're going to walk in the way of love. We're going to make sure we build our life around what it means to walk in the way of love. We're going to pursue what it means to, to love someone who has an opposite beliefs from us. You know, maybe it's a different view of politics. Maybe it's a different view of race. Maybe it's a different view of social economic class. I don't know what it is. But all those things that we put as barriers, they no longer matter. Because we understand that all those things were gone when Jesus died on the cross and he's called us to love one another. And therefore, it doesn't matter what background you're from. It doesn't matter what your political beliefs are. It doesn't matter what you believe about, you know, I don't know, like vaccines. You're going to love one another. And that's the call that Jesus is calling you to have. So for 2022, who are you going to be? How are you going to walk? How are you going to live your life? And I encourage you, everyone on Facebook, everyone here, I encourage you, as you're building your goals for 2022, be the disciple whom Jesus loved. Be the disciple whom Jesus loved. And that's pretty much what I have at this moment we're just, we're just going to close it out. As we take the communion, let's think about this great love. No greater love has no, no one has this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. That's the greatest love. That's the, the highest form of love. And I hope and I pray that that's who we're going to be for 2022. Before we take the communion, let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for your great love. We don't deserve to call you our Father. We don't deserve to be your people. We don't deserve to be adopted by you and to have this wonderful relationship with you. But I'm just so grateful that despite our disobedience and rebellion, you've chosen us. You've taken us out of our own self